Flexing on my exes and my model X Pretty little skinny little bitty body model X Some of y'all ain't never had no real bitch and it shows I keep it 100 from my head down to my toes All right, what a vibe we are starting off with today. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Episode four. Uh, For the sake of time, I'm going to get right into it today. So this is a people-oriented episode. Friendships, relationships, love, self-love, that kind of thing. For those who know me, or if you don't, now you know, I'm a very forgiving person. I give everyone the benefit of the doubt, and I dole out multiple chances. This information will be helpful for (laughs) this episode as we go along. That's why I'm telling you. Um, there have been very few times in my life when someone has hurt me and I cut them off. It's normally not in my nature to do that. In, in the simplest terms possible, I see the good in people, even when they prove me otherwise, believing that they can change and that they can grow. But I've learned the hard way that for my own personal health and peace, I need to start changing that mentality and adjust my expectations. For myself, I think that I need to start believing somebody when they show me who they are the first time. So for the better half of my senior year, I was in a relationship. This relationship was my first real one. It was that cliche, first love, young love, two 17-year-olds, the kind of thing that you see in the movies, honestly, just two best friends who fell in love with each other and wanted nothing more than to be together. And I'm not really scared to talk about this because I know that I'm going to do it in the right way. I plan this episode very carefully. To that exact point, Kiki Palmer, if you know who she is, she posted something on her Instagram the other day and her words really stuck with me. In a moment where she was being disrespected and wronged, she responded by saying the following, people be hurting y'all. And most of the time, it has nothing to do with you. I can't F up my karma, worried about my ego, though I am human and I have one. Just know that I am that bitch, despite what my humility may make one believe. So run that back if you need to hear that again, because that right there is very important. It is essential. It is key. So no need to twist what I will say in this episode, everything that I say. I mean it and I will defend it, but I say it with conviction and respect for others and respect for myself. I am telling a story and sharing an experience. I am not doing this to bring someone down. So back to it. My relationship was nearly perfect. I loved it. I did. We had been best friends, so we already had each other figured out. The only thing that was different was that when we said we loved each other, it meant more. But after the relationship was over... Instead of using that time to heal and to pour love into myself, I was doing the absolute most. I was writing letters and sending texts and calling and initiating conversations in person, practically begging this person uh, to fight for us in the way that I was fighting. And I wish that someone had told me right then and there that you should never beg someone to be in your life who does not want to be there or beg somebody to stay because it is not your job to beg someone to treat you better over and over again. And I didn't understand that. I think that nothing bad necessarily happened. It was just that the person who I loved very much simply stopped feeling the same way about me and that left a dangerous print in my head in which I questioned my importance going forward. But what I have learned is that it is not my responsibility to rebuild a bond that I did not break. I think that I had forgotten 
what I was worth. And that is so scary. Many mistakes were made. I continue to get hurt. And in return, I continue to defend and to justify. And this drama of mistakes and forgiving, it went on for a year and a half. I mean, almost up to this quarantine. It took me almost 18 months to heal from what I had gone through and for me to finally see what I had been refusing to see. So if you have to question how much you are valued in someone's eyes, then that person is not deserving of a place in your life, period. And that goes for friendships as well. I had people in my life who were very close to me, who I called dear friends, and they eventually, you know, changed and something happened and I wound up hurt. And I just decided that I was no longer going to ask ask them to to change or fight for them, especially if I'm fighting alone. I will simply pick up my bags and I wish that person the best and all the happiness in the world. I put on my hoops and I walk out the door. So once you start realizing that if people wanted to do something, if people wanted to change, if they wanted to reach out, they would. And once you realize that, you will be much happier. So once I removed the energy that was so negative for me for so long, I started investing in myself and everything was so different. I got a paid position on a congressional campaign and a racial justice role. I made new friendships and strengthened existing ones. And I started this podcast. So being single for a year and a few months now, making new choices and changing my mentality has done wonders for my soul. And now I can, you know, make new friends um, and hopefully start a new relationship with a guy. And when I do that, I will know exactly what I deserve. But it took me a while to get here. So I want to invite a couple of people uh, today to speak on this subject and give their insight. They are emotionally strong and they've helped me a lot in regards to loving myself and, and forcing me to see my worth. So first up is Kayla Johnson, the girl who knows exactly who she is and who is deserving of her. And I have always envied her in that regard. Seem like I get so much and don't get nothing back. I really thought it was love, but just so fucking whack. Kayla, take it away. Get us started. Okay, so <laughs> I'm Kayla Johnson. I'm 18 and I'm Giselle's friend. First question for you, Kayla. What is your philosophy on giving people second chances versus knowing when you need to walk away? I mean, I feel like there's a lot of stigma on second chances, like, um, you should always give somebody a second chance, and, like, second chances are necessary, and it will help you be a better person, you know, forgiveness is essential for the soul, stuff like that, but I feel like you should definitely cut off a relationship or a friendship, what have you not, when it's just making you a worse instead of better, just in every aspect, mentally, physically, if you're not growing and elevating with that person, then why continue the relationship, you know? What is the biggest lesson that you have learned in regards to this topic? Like what's something that you took away post high school, now going into college? You know, high school is like, it's so really crazy because I feel like you get what you give. Like, I definitely gave a lot of people second chances, but for the wrong reasons. And it backfired on me partially because I deserved it, you know, to be quite honest, like with a friendship, nothing in particular, I'm being like super general, but like 
with certain friendships was I actually in the friendship because I enjoyed that person and um, me and that person like connected on a higher level or did I stay in the friendship because like I was benefiting from it in some way other than having a good friend. So I feel like I was giving certain people second chances for the wrong reason. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, especially in our high school environment, it's so small, you know, everybody wants to be friends. You have to be friends with everyone, you know, how do you survive? But I feel like a lot of us gave second chances to people for the wrong reasons and only benefits of ourselves. So I guess that's something I would change and something I would just not do and give people second chances for the right reasons because maybe things would have been different. How do you feel like that applies to relationships? Well, it's so, relationships are so, so weird. Like, I look back on every relationship, hookup, whatever it was, and I, like, just cringe because it's like, we're so young. Like, what do we really know about anything, you know? Like, what? Like, I, specifically me, I didn't even really like myself in high school. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know who I wanted to be. I don't know how I could have expected mm. to connect with somebody on the level I wanted to connect with somebody on. And I didn't even know myself. I didn't even like love myself. You know, we all talk about being in love, our first loves, yada, yada. But do we even really know what love is? I mean, we're what, 17, 16, 15. So I think I would just, um, in terms of second chances, it's weird. I don't know. I think I accepted what I thought I deserved and just don't do that, you know? Narrowing it down to me and you and our experience and what you saw me go through in particular, what did you try to teach me? in high school um what would you have wished like you saw me do differently like again high school because it's so shitty like now I'm looking back and I'm understanding why Giselle was the way she is (laughs) I think like when we had that first conversation in the bathroom and you were like Kayla like what what is going on like what (laughs) like what can I do like why why aren't we like gelling and I just felt like Again, it's just like a pleasing game because we want company. We want friendship. We want fellowship. We want people to go out with on the weekends. We want to be wanted. We want to be, you know, we want to just be together with people. We want to have that high school experience. So I think it was just, again, accepting shit we don't deserve and just being such a people pleaser, being such a yes man, being such a like, you know what I'm saying? And I think that like (laughs) will put a rift in us, not a rift, because we didn't even really know each other that well, but like that, like we didn't connect on a higher level until we both figured out how to change in that way. Do you get what I mean? How to just be like, straightforward with what we want straightforward with what we deserve and just not accept anything less that's just it okay and like one last thing to like the younger kids and the younger kids as if 
the younger kids are listening to this, but you know what I mean? Just like kids in high school, if you're at a big high school, small high school, I would say my biggest piece of advice and what I could have done better to make my experience in high school better is just to really focus on yourself and your journey and your self-exploration and everything you want to do. Focus on loving yourself, getting yourself right and tight, period. Everything in between. Just do you and don't put anyone above you. And don't put anyone below you. Just do you. That's my advice. Also, ladies and gentlemen, do not, do not, and I repeat, do not ever let a man, your partner, a woman, whatever, disrespect you and make you feel less than your worth what people do is a reflection of themselves and not a reflection of you so anything that happens to you do not get down on yourself don't feel like you're a piece of shit you're amazing you're a light you're a star and don't ever let anyone make you feel less than that point blank period Bad. yeah Bitch. See you with your ex i see you still about your old ways might just see him for the weekend you say Next up is Jess. Jess has become the sister that I've always wanted but never had. She is my brother's girlfriend, and they have been dating for seven years. Jess has stepped in many times and been an incredible source of guidance and support for me. She's also about to turn 24, so she has got some experience under her belt. So, Jess. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Okay, so first question for you is, you are in a healthy relationship, so I want you to describe that to me. What does that look like, and what does it feel like to be with somebody who is worthy of calling you their girlfriend? Okay, so I've been dating your brother now, Nick Garcia, for seven years, and I mean, a healthy relationship, I mean, as cliche as it sounds, I mean, it's all about having good communication, like trust. And I mean, those things definitely are important in a relationship. And we've had our ups and downs just like any other relationship. And I think this past year has been one of the worst for us, one of the toughest, but we definitely um, have come a long way. And I think that we're stronger than ever. But I think that in order to have a good relationship and a good bond with someone, you really you really have to communicate with them. I think that's the foundation of a good relationship. If you don't tell them what bothers you or if you don't tell them, you know, how you really feel about something, I don't think anything is going to get solved in the long run. I think it's just going to keep building up and it's just not good for both parties, really. What is your philosophy on giving people second chances versus letting them go? And that goes for relationships and friendships as well. Okay. So for those of you that do know me, you know that I am a very stubborn person and I'm very loud and I have a huge attitude and I typically don't really give people second chances. But I think that now I'm almost 24 years old. I think I've learned to give people second chances, but I think it depends on the person. And I was telling Giselle this earlier. I think you have to listen to your mind. I think that's the most important thing. When you listen to your heart, you are bound to get your heart broken. You're bound to um, be deceived by people that you never thought would hurt you. So you really have to listen to your gut, your mind, your intuition, whatever the case may be. Like sometimes even if you know a person for years, Sometimes they do things to you that you never thought they would do. Mm -hmm. And I actually have experienced this recently. 
like with the whole change in um, location for me, like going from Austin to a different town and like thinking that I knew people, but I really didn't, you know, I think being deceived is the, the worst thing. Um, especially with people that, you know, so it's, it really depends on the person when it comes to giving second chances. Um, whether it be a boyfriend, girlfriend, or a friendship, any type of relationship, like I said, I think you really have to, you know, do what's best for you. You have to listen to your mind of yours. If you listen to your heart, you're really setting yourself up for failure, (laughs) in my opinion. And we've gone through that before, like with your friendships and relationships and, yeah. Yeah. So jumping off that exact point, I want you to describe some of the things that you saw me go through. Um, I mean, you've known me since the seventh grade. So seventh grade, all through high school until now, entering my second year of college. Um, what were some of the things that you saw um, and tried to teach me? And what would you want all of my listeners to take away? Today? Okay. So with your past relationship, you're like your most recent one. I I don't think I've ever seen you be so caring. And I know that you are like a genuine and caring person. But in terms of this relationship, because you were really, you know, I think you gave it your all. And I did definitely, I definitely saw your, your vulnerable side come out many, many times. And you're the type of person that gives people second chances. I mean, not even second chances, <laughs> many chances, honestly, especially <laughs> when they screw up. But a lot of heartbreak, um, a lot of deception. And you expecting people to understand you, um, expecting, well, in terms of your relationship, not just people, I'm saying like a specific person, for them to kind of understand your perspective on things. And I don't think that their their mind was kind of aligned with yours or like their thoughts. <laughs> you definitely give a lot of chances in terms of friendships and your past relationship, like your recent one, mm-hmm. okay? I want to ask you though, because now you're you're a, a grown woman. You're almost nineteen years old. Okay, so you've definitely grown a lot as a person, right? Yeah. And that mind keeps growing too. Yeah. So I want to ask you how you feel, right? Based on yourself now and your your growth in general, how do you feel about yourself giving people so many chances? And would you do that again now? Absolutely not. <laughs> I feel like. Um, I feel like after everything that I've gone through relationship and friendship wise, I've seen what it's done to me. And I've seen that I keep, you know, doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome, but the outcome is always the same. And the universe is just going to keep throwing me the same lesson until I actually learn it. And I feel like I've definitely learned it now and now going forward, Um, In terms of second chances, yeah, I'll give one if the person is deserving of it, but no more four, five, ten like chances because that just shows that they're not, you know, ready to be in my life. They don't need to be in my life. So I think I think that the hardest thing, at least for me, and I'm talking about based on my experiences with people, I think that for me, it's kind of hard to let go of people, especially Mm -hmm. people that have been in my life for a significant amount of time, like whether it be two years or 10 years, whatever the case may be. I think that when you learn or when you see that they've done something bad to you or they've said something about you, whatever it is, and, you know, you see that come to light. The hardest thing is to let go, but you really 
have to think to yourself, like, is this person really benefiting me? Is this person, Mm -hmm. should this person be in my life? What do they bring to the table? Is it positive? And if it's negative, then give them the boot. Okay. There's, I don't think it's good for your mental health to be constantly thinking about a person that's not going to give you anything positive. Yeah. That's what I think. And I think that that was a tough thing for you last year, especially giving, you know, many, many chances to this specific person. But everyone is different and everyone grows differently. So if you're not on the same level as someone else, then it's okay. You know, yeah. but you you just have to think about what benefits you. And at the end of the day, your mental health is extremely important. To close this up, I just want to say that I think the most ironic thing about my emotional journey with this stuff is that I was always the person who would tell my girlfriends or my guy friends that it's not healthy to be with someone or talk to someone um, partly because or just because they do not want to be alone. But after doing a lot of thinking and reflecting, I found that maybe the reason it was so hard for me to let go of people in my life my ex or my past friends was because as long as I was talking to them, I still had the connection and uh, a source of love in my life. And I didn't need to feel what it was like to be truly alone and independent. So knowing your worth is very scary because it usually means that you have to be alone for a while. But once I was alone, like truly alone, I did the most healing and growing than I have ever done before. And I say all of this with love, no malice. I am proud of myself for coming so far. So I'm happy to share that with all of you on this platform. But to everyone who is no longer a part of my life, I wish you the best. And I want you to do you and live your life, just not around me. So it's kind of like that saying, I want you to eat. We just don't got to sit at the same table. So always remember that it's okay to feel and and cry over something that you thought you repaired yourself from. Coming from somebody who is Hispanic in my culture, it's not really normal to or or allowed or accepted or whatever normalized, I guess, to to show emotion or to talk about feelings. I mean, four hours after my relationship ended, my mom told me to stop crying and be strong. But I tried to convey to her that my tears are not a sign of weakness. They are a sign of me being a person. And I still went to school every day. I put my hoops on. I went to prom by myself. I, you know, won the awards at graduation. And um, I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty strong to me. So on that note, remember that progress is not a linear line and to never forget your worth. So peace and love. Bye, guys. Putting me through it He's the only thing that's been getting me through it He be coming through it And I hope you cool with it I just met your roommate Put him on my to-do